0: I saved big money with the Progressive Home and Auto Bundle, so I finally bought that new set of golf clubs. Watch out, Fairway. Here I come. This is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big with Progressive, but your other expenses won't just disappear. Are those clubs going to help you when the hot water heater dies? Also, it sounds like your money is better spent on golf lessons. Time to go shoot the course record. No, but maybe time for a reality check. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.
1: morning good afternoon good evening north soon i'm gonna read this eagle eyes on tech i am eagle falcon i don't know how it happened but today is just like the day of uh, well the, the the day of of uh follow-ups that's the word i'm looking for today is just shot full of follow-up stories this first one isn't such a story, but it is one that um, is kind of overdue for talking about, and uh, it's not 100% tech-related, but it is something that's interesting, to say the least. So, first off, for those who don't know, I actually I have streamed on Twitch for over four years now, and in fact... I f- I actually started my Twitch streaming with a series of games known as Jackbox game. Jack- excuse me, Jackbox games. That's how I started. I started with Quiplash One, the standalone version, on freaking fricking Twitch, no cam, no nothing, just to capture of the game. And one thing that has plagued plagued me every single time that I play Jackbox, and it's gotten worse and worse over the years, is trolls. It is very easy to troll these games because, well, they're games that anyone can play. You don't have to own the game to play with something. In fact, you don't even need to be in the same room. All you need is a f- web browser. That's it, the end. It doesn't even matter what the web browser is on. Except the, Nint- the Nintendo 3DS. We couldn't get it working on that. I know. you. I totally forgot that the 3DS had a web browser too. But no, you can't play it on a 3DS. But I digress. Over the years, Jackbox has kind of taken a band-aid approach. And granted, much like a Band-Aid, at first it seems to work. Someone in the chat wants to know if you can play using the PS Vita uh, web browser. I don't know. I don't know one of the 12 people in the world that own a PS Vita. If you can find one of these mysterious 12 people that own a Vita and want to test it with them... Uh, go for it. Someone else in chat wants to know about the Wii. Okay, I do- <clears throat> I don't know about every single half-baked web browser in every single console. I don't know why you would fire up your Nintendo Wii to use as a controller to to play some freaking you don't know jack. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore the chat for a bit because now they're just like, what about the N-Gage? What about my toaster? What about a Samsung Smart TV? I don't know! Go test it yourself! Anyway! (laughs) As I said, trolls and uh, harassment has plagued Jackbox Games since pretty much the dawn of streaming Jackbox Games. And in fact, I took an over one year hi or not really no, it's it's been under a year. I take that back. I've taken almost a year hiatus from streaming Jackbox games because the number of people trying to ruin everyone's fun outnumbered the people actually trying to play and have a good time. Chat is now trying to theorize whether you can or cannot use a Samsung Smart TV as a controller or not. I I love how much the conversation has been derailed within the chat. Now, when these were first introduced in Jackbox Party Pack 3, these uh, these anti-troll methods, which was that the first person that enters is considered the VIP, and the VIP has the power to censor players it was a nuclear option at first like if you censor someone their name is black Bard, and any the answer they put is his they are basically done it was very much a nuclear option and that was great you would think oh this is a little overkill maybe you should do it a touch lighter no It was necessary because people were saying thing things like like, well, I was just gonna hold down the censorship button, so you just get a long beep, but I've decided against it. Mid sentence. As the packs grew in age, they started dialing back the censorship button. And it actually started getting a bit more and more. It started becoming less useful. Now, more and more tools started being introduced. You could, in fact, like, say, password protect a game so that you'd just be like, oh, hey, let me go get me and, like, six of my mods or something or something along that nature to go, to go play, play in a game, and then chat can just enjoy and be in the audience. There was those sort of... Implementations, But in the end... It didn't really address the problem. Well... Jackbox... Despite the fact that... Uh, you know, not a lot of us are being... Very vocal... Or at least it wasn't in the circles I was in. And that's one thing I do have to say. Because I've been out of the Jackbox circle for almost a year... I've been kind of behind. Like, heck, Party Pack 7 is going to be coming out in a matter of a few months. The only thing I know is that Quiplash 3 is one of the games. I don't know what the other four even are. Names, core concepts, designs, nothing. That's how out of the loop I've been, but that's also been just because I've been very busy in my real life. But I digress. Jackbox has come forward and said that Moderation is going to be a huge, huge focus of Party Pack 7. From the blog post from jackboxgames.com. I'm going to be reading it verbatim. While making Party Pack games can feel somewhat unimportant right now, it does seem appropriate to acknowledge how our games have been used to to spread bigotry and racism and what we intend to do about it. Let me interject right there. That's not what's going on! No one's using Jackbox Games to spread hateful speech. They're using hackbo- Jackbox Games and other people streaming Jackbox Games to give people a bad time. It's not about spreading, you know, a poisonous ideology. It's about pissing people off. Let's not kid ourselves for a second here. Uh, anyway, I, I I had to get that uh that, that out of there. This, this isn't about some kind of bit bigger using a tool for for the neo Nazis or anything like that. No. It's about trolls. It's ALWAYS been about trolls! In any case, the article continues. When we started development on Quiplash 3, one of our top priorities was adding features to combat hateful, derogatory content appearing in our games. I can agree with that. Unfortunately, the same mechanics that make our games personal and engaging can also be used to demean and harass. Very true. We've heard too many streamers who have flat out quit playing Jackbox games on their channels due to racist, sexist, homophobic, and otherwise toxic user-submitted content. I love how the first sentence of the, of this article, of this article, of this blog post is like, we know we're being used as a tool for for the great underground bowl people or, or whatever. And then the second paragraph nails it. Nails it right on the head. But I digress. Moving on. Over the past several years, we have added features like manual censoring, Twitch login, and room locking in an attempt to mitigate harassment. But it is still far too easy to inject hateful messages into a game, especially on streaming platforms. I want to quickly talk about that for a second. Because one thing we I noticed... Specifically on Saturday, when I decided to actually go back into Jackbox, was uh, we actually had Twitch login enabled on every single game, and it was very easily bypassed on on one particular one called uh, Fibbage Three or Fibbage Enough About You because there's a change name button, so you just sign in as your as your Twitch name, and then change your name to something something that would tick people off like i hate cats 69 so i mean like while these features have have been put in like i said in party pack 3 they were rock solid like party pack 3 was my godsend starting off as a jackbox twitch streamer And then as it pro- and then as the packs progressed, they started going lighter and lighter and lighter on these features to the point where it was just like doesn't this defeat the point? In any case. Continuing on, Quiplash 3 will be the first Jackbox games title to include full content moderation. That will allow streamers and or moderators to reject content BEFORE it is even seen by anyone else. In addition, moderators will not need to be a player in the game, but will moderate content using a separate view. So I have mixed feelings about this. On one hand... Hallelujah, And on the other hand... What took you so long? Uh, Like, no joke! I cannot tell you how many times... Back when I was streaming Jackbox on a daily basis... How much I would have loved to have just... Sat out of the game... Be able to have moderator power over the content and just... let chat have a game by themselves... and just commentate on it. Now... in fairness... what I think is going on... and granted... this is solely an I think... I've only met with members of the Jackbox crew... like a couple of times... Uh, Jackbox did have direct contact with me during the times when we were investigating Binge Pipe because they were greatly, greatly amused with uh with, with the fact that uh, this podcast and the the hardcore listeners of the podcast were digging so much in to figure out what the heck Binge Pipe was. Uh, they 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 did have they were in like direct contact with me a couple of times during then, but otherwise like I have not asked them about this sort of thing directly. I have not. My theory though is that I've noticed as the various packs were released, they were built on different game engines and even the hub of each game seem to be built differently a lot of us jackbox veterans will remember that party pack 5 when it launched uh it tanked on certain systems and would just randomly crash And I do believe was because they kept trying different engines to try and shoehorn in this feature. I think Jackbox has wanted this feature since about Party Pack 4. But, uh, you know, I, I have no proof of this. this. This is just speculation on my part. I think this feature has been wanted since then. And they've probably had like a dozen or two programmers in a corner of the Jackbox offices that are now each individually working from their basements because 2020 has now turned every basement into a home office and have only recently gotten this ready. chat is speculating if the Black Lives Matter movement has pushed Jackbox in this direction. No. I am 99% certain that uh, any political movements, Black Lives Matter or otherwise, has had zero influence on this. I 100% believe, and granted, I do not have any Internal eyes within Jackbox at all. I want to be very clear about that. I believe this has been in the works for years. I think it is very clear with the with features like ma- manual censor- censorship, Twitch login, and whatnot, that they've wanted to do this for a long time, and only recently got it working. That's what I believe. I'll I'll say it bluntly. I can't wait for this to to be in there. I I really can't because this has been a long time coming for a company like Jackbox Games. Chat right now is reminiscing of uh, the good old days when we were uh, when we were digging apart uh, binge pipe and uh, yeah. For those who for the newcomers that were asking. Yes, there was a Binge Pipe Twitch account. Yes, I did make it. They did not have that. There was also a Binge Pipe YouTube account that I made, a Binge Pipe Mixer account, and uh, I was in the middle of setting up a Binge Pipe uh, Hitbox account. But um, as I was working on that, uh, that's when. That's when Jackbox revealed that uh that bingepipe was in fact a marketing tool. It is it is the the fake streaming service that is the wrapper for you don't know Jack uh full stream. And then uh, that that was actually when they got in contact with you and said just like So, first off, you were by far the closest to figuring it out and uh hey, about that uh about that Twitch account you made, uh, can we please have that? And I was like, sure. Do you, do you want the other ones too? <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, all those accounts I no longer control. Those are in the control of Jackbox, and they have they have in fact gone back and cha- changed the passwords. I I only tested the Twitch account once because I had that all designated to one computer. And so it was just by complete accident, I fired it up, and I was just like, please sign into your Twitch account. I tried the password, and it was dead. So that doesn't surprise me in the least. Chat says Jan Peskin was real. Jan Peskin was not real. The funny thing is that actually the... um, I forgot um, the the picture they used for Jan Peskin. I now know... um, I want to say it's it's their VP, their the vice president of Jackbox. Uh, I believe his name is like Evan or something like that. I'm pretty sure. Now I'm less sure that I, now that I'm saying it out loud. But that was actually like k- kind of funny. And kind of looking back and it's just like, man. In any case, we're going to move off from Jackbox. And I want to uh, talk real briefly about a... Uh, A follow-up to a a non-story that I wanted to... uh, That I talked about last week. This is involving Twitch streamer Caleb Hart. If... For a quick, brief, very brief summary... Of, uh... Of the accusation against Caleb Hart... Um... I'm not, it's, it's not fair to say twitch streamer because th- this person Barbie doesn't exactly stream on Twitch she just does like voice actor work and and uh, and other such things but basically uh Barbie accused Caleb Hart of trying to bribe her to terminate a pregnancy and Caleb said, but wait there was only one week. Between when we met and now. So I'm calling BS. And his f- first instinct upon this accusation was to go on his stream, call her out, and then and then with his mother on stream, both of them saying, you know, this is BS and if you continue pressing this, we're going to sue you. Well, Caleb has decided to one week later put out a statement. And the statement includes also, granted, much better resolution uh, screenshots of DMs between him and Barbie. And basically, I will save you the 11 pages of talks here. The entire thing is basically saying, hey, there was only a week between when when they met and uh, when when the pregnancy test came back positive, therefore it's impossible. The thing is that it's not impossible, just improbable. And the other thing is that, The entire letter misses the point. The whole thing that everyone is absolutely disgusted with Caleb about is the fact you tri- is that he tried to bribe. You tried to bribe someone to get to terminate the pregnancy. That's the scandal. And nowhere in here is it denied. In fact, verbally, he has confirmed it. But that's not the real reason I'm bringing it up. First off, I'm bringing it up because it is a follow-up. And I said I was going to follow up with this. But um, the more fascinating thing to me... Is that it is almost very clear just on the number of responses and the various circles I'm in in regards to the RPG Twitch streaming community of how already nobody cares about Caleb. not a soul that wasn't already in Caleb's camp talked about this at all someone in chat says that that Caleb has been completely removed from the speedruns.com boards really connection is not not private what The speedruns.com does not have a valid uh, security certificate. Whoops. This is not the right website. Yep, there we go. I'm gonna very quickly mute the site before I end up with end up with audio. Let's go quickly confirm this. Caleb Hart. I wanna make sure I get the numbers right. We're doing this live. Not that I don't tr- not not to say that I don't trust the. Per- oh, sure enough, no results. Gone. Nothing.
0: Huh.
1: I want to actually quickly check the main game that I know he speeds runs, and just see if that means that his other entries have actually been completely removed. Oh, hey, there's BGG. Yeah, looks like it. Wow. Completely gone. Now, that being said, the main thing he ran was 100%, and unfortunately... We have any percent, any percent no slots, any percent no slots turbo. All bosses no slots. 100% is not on here for some reason. Interesting. But yeah, it looks like, yeah, he is dead. ...to the speedrunning community completely. Chat is suggesting I'll... Ch- ...check out Mega Man... ...X. Alright, so in Mega Man X... I am not seeing... Granted, I'm only doing, like, very quick glances. But, uh, yeah. So, there's, uh, there's that. This really... Should be a lesson. It really is. The worst possible thing you could... Now, granted. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Alright? Some people even make really, really bad mistakes. Mistakes that make them seem... uh, Like a complete piece of garbage. And one philosophy I've always lived by. Is that it's fine to make mistakes. Just don't make the same mistake twice. Someone in chat says he sees them. On Iceless, there's no Iceless category. Are we talking Dashless? Oh, he's on there as Iceless. that's just what happens when uh, when when your thing is up nope that's gone anyway by far the worst thing you could do in this sort of situation is to blame the victim by far The initial accusation, the core concept of the entire accusation, that lost Caleb a ton of points. What was the big nail in the coffin for him was, in fact, he went back and just straight up threatened legal action against the victim. And that was it. Dead to the world. Again, hindsight is 2020. And people make mistakes. And that would have been the correct way to approach this. The correct way would have been saying, you know, this is years ago. I'm trying to be a better person now. You know, I'm sorry this happened. Does he do any of that? No! And instead... You're just dead to the community. So, we're going to move away from the from those topics. We're going to get to the main tech topics in just a second after this break.
2: What do you want to da What do y'all want to da da I have no a-da-da-da-da-da.
0: We could switch to Progressive to da. Oh, yeah. We could switch to Progressive and sa. ka mm-hmm. We could saw enough to buy some za. Oh, yeah. Let's switch to Progressive to da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're going to DA, da da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da to da. Quote to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty insurance company and affiliates.
1: Welcome back. Eagle eyes on tech. I'm Eagle Falcon. All right. So Garmin has had a very interesting little attack on them. A cyber attack has taken their entire systems offline. So that for a few days. In fact, actually. It might be up now. I have no update on the Engadget article, whether it has been up or not. But at the time they wrote this article on July 27th, all Garmin systems were, in fact, taken out. All by a cyber attack. Someone in chat says that it is back up. All right, good. And right now, Garmin says it has no evidence that any customer data was stolen but uh let let's let's face it. um very few cyber attackers go ahead and attack just for the heck of it, just for as we used to say back in the day, the lulls. I would say odds are some data has been stolen. How much, we don't know. Speaking of hacks, you remember that big Twitter attack where uh, a bunch of celebrities were saying that they are going to go ahead and double any Bitcoins you send to them, and no one believed it except for Kanye West and Elon Musk. Their followers 100% believed it because Kanye West and Elon Musk totally would be that crazy to go... Pay people real money, assuming you give them money in Bitcoin everyone else that was a subject of this attack you 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 didn't believe it for a nanosecond well, they have the guy so what do you think you think it's a bunch of Chinese hackers you think it was the Russians? Was it the Indian and Nigerian phone scammers? Oh, no, 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 no. It was the most... it was the most sinister mind of them all. Florida man Yes, Florida man and Florida boy were behind the Twitter attacks. Uh a teenager in ta- in Tampa <laughs> A teenager in Tampa by the name of Bognor Regis and Nima Fazili, who is in Orlando. Someone in chat says they were gonna guess teenager in basement. Well, you would have nailed it, because it was a teenager in their fa- in their basement. And you know what the best part is? How do you think they did it? You think they found su- you think they went ahead and reverse engineered all of Twitter and found a major backdoor? You think it was an exploit used because Twitter uses Huawei equipment? Do you think it was because they went ahead and Use their elite hacksaw skills? No, 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 no. It was spear fishing. What? All right, so spear fishing is a is a kind of attack that is very, very simple in the way it's executed. Phishing is when you go send out like a whole bunch of emails or a whole bunch of text messages saying, your account's been compromised, click here to do it, and then you click on that link, it sends you to a lookalike site, and then you sign into it, and then bam. They have your username and password. Spear phishing is much more targeted. There are many ways to do it, and the particular Ars Technico article here doesn't say exactly how it's done, but one major way spear phishing is done is saying is saying the hacker goes ahead and calls you up on the phone, pretends to be a coworker or a security expert or some part of the of of the business, and saying, "Hey, we need to verify some information. Can you go and verify that?" And then they confirm that, and they have their in. That's it That's the attack There was no super secret backdoor used There was no, no sophisticated virus used There was no international power used Nope It was literally a teenager in his basement Making phone calls Slow freaking clap bravo bravo I'll tell you what you want the easiest way to prevent spearfishing don't give information over the phone have various levels Of double confirmation if you have to do something over the phone. Heck, I got a good one for you. There was actually a, um... I think it was a scam, but I'm not sure. Still. There was a collection company that, uh, called me at work. On the business line, mind you. Uh, asked for the previous owner. And said that we owed... Like 500 plus dollars to a company I never heard of. I have worked for our company, by the way, for almost a decade. I've never heard of this company that they were talking about. Never. I actually had to Google while I was in mid-conversation with them to figure out who the heck it was to see if it was even a company that, that was even operating in our state. And you do things very simply. You asked for additional details. ...about it. What was the $500 for? She's like, it was for services. What services? Uh, the, the the thing doesn't say. Well, then you're not seeing a dime, then, are you? I was like, I can say, I can say in the in- invoice, can I have your email? I'm like, don't you have it? You're the collection company calling for me. I was like, no, your email. I was like, no, you're not getting my email. You're sending me these documents, hard copies... In the mail. You have my address. To send it. I haven't heard from him back. I haven't heard back yet. If I actually do get an invoice in the mail. From this mythical company that doesn't. Ex- that does exist. But, pro- but we've never dealt with. I will be surprised. But that's how you do this. That's how you avoid. These kind of attacks. You ask questions. And judge based on those questions if it's legitimate or not. Because an attacker won't have all the answers. Bob from accounting will have the answers. And yes, the supposed collection agency did in fact have a very thick Indian accent. And was calling from Alabama. The company they were collecting for is based in Wisconsin, as well as the company I work for and now own is also based in Wisconsin. Yeah, seems legit, right? Seems totally legit. With no good way to shift gears, a lot of major tech giants were brought up to... Capitol Hill to talk about how uh, their various companies seem to just have a monopoly over various sections of tech. And uh, one thing that kind of came out of this, I'll, I'll save you the trouble. It was very, it was a very fascinating sort of hearing, but it was really boring. As in, some things were said that were fairly fascinating, but for the most part, you're just like, oh boy, I can't wait for... (laughs) 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 Jesus! One thing that was very fascinating is uh, some emails that were put on public record against Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Facebook... Including the headline, or I'm sorry, including the line, Instagram can hurt us. And by the way, if you don't know, uh, Instagram was soon after this email purchased by Facebook. Because, of course, if a company can hurt you, it's better off just to own them. Just buy them. Just buy it up. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't make uh that doesn't make Facebook look very good, huh? When you have hard evidence that uh you just straight up buy your competition. What? We didn't want to buy Instagram because they were gonna because they could have hit into us. No, we bought Instagram because we wanted Picture Place. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make you look good. I'm just saying another thing to actually come out of that. Actually, I don't know if it actually came out of that or it was because of the I think it was I I take that back. I'm pretty sure this this headline actually came out of. uh, The uh, quarterly earnings. Amazon the company that is very quickly becoming Skynet by the way uh Skynet according to Terminator lore went online and gained sentience in August of 2020 dun, 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 dun. Actually I actually have the meme right here what what is it August 29th we only have 27 days before amazon goes online and all our echo devices grow sprout legs and just start terminating everything or something all right getting getting more serious amazon did in fact grow massively in fact its profit doubled during the pandemic Doubled. Just let that sink in for a second. Remember how before we were talking about how uh, the Amazonification of the world got heavily exacerbated, th- all thanks to COVID nineteen and the lockdowns from it, and how this is go- and how this was these lockdowns were going to kill many small businesses. Maybe I didn't talk about it in the podcast. But I've talked about it in person quite a lot. Yeah. Guess what? Amazon made bank hand over fist. Because of it. Oh, boy. And you want to talk about businesses that are doing poorly because of the pandemic Movie theaters just got dealt a major blow. I mean, they already had a major blow just for the fact they weren't allowed to pretty much exist for the last what feels like 20 years, even though the pandemic's only been going on for how long has the pandemic been going on? February, March, April, May, June, July, August, oh, we're going on seven months now ish. AMC and Universal have both agreed to let their movies go from theaters to digital platforms much sooner. Decreasing the window down to 17 days. That's it. Just seventeen days. Just, j- just let that sink in for a second. Would you rather go to a movie theater, pay ten bucks for your ticket? Again, I'm making I'm making these numbers off up off the fly. I'm sure in your area it's either more expensive or less expensive, but ten bucks for a ticket, and then another frickin' $9 in overpriced popcorn and that watered-down Sprite. Chat's trying to argue about the start of the pandemic. I'm talking about when the disease was fully global... And not in a in a case where you could contain it. Like, yes, COVID-19, which, by the way, has 19 in it because it was first discovered in 2019, was discovered in 2019. But you could easily contain it But by, by just saying, oh, hey, we're just going to block travel to this country, that country, and the other country. Which, unfortunately, in this, which, in other cases, does work. In this case, it didn't work, but that's going down a completely different rabbit hole, and I'd rather not go go down it as you talk about this. Would you rather spend close to $20 for a night at the movies or just wait a little over two weeks? I'd say the overwhelming majority might just wait and granted some of that's gonna depend on the theater like I can think of two in my area one being the um the fairly okay theater at the mall that's got like it's it's got fairly okay chairs it's got some it's got you know it, it's it's okay Sort of thing, but then there's another one that's a little bit out of town. That has like a restaurant built into it, and you get and there's like a, a bistro and what and whatnot. So you so you get a meal along along with that with more comfortable chairs. You know you might actually want to go and see it a little bit early for that. But the whole thing about saying, oh man, I should go see that new Star Wars film. Oh, but the only place I can see it in the theaters, that element is going away. I'm telling you this right now, that kind of the cheap theaters and the mid-range theaters, they're going to go away. I don't think they're going to survive. I think only the high end, the, the theaters that try to give like the most over-the-top experience are going to survive. We'll see. We shall see, that's all we can say in the end. So, remember how there was rumors about Nvidia buying the company Arm from SoftBank. Well, there's a number attached to it. The number, which I am now stalling for time to find in the article, because I was about to say the wrong one. Reports are saying that NVIDIA is planning on playing $55 billion for the company. And my God, can Bloomberg put any more frickin' pop-ups in my way as I am scanning the article for my talking points? Chat's even giving me giving me flack for, for not having a good enough ad blocker. No, what I need to do this is what I should do. Uh there is a tutorial online about a physical piece of hardware that actually attaches to your network. I believe it was called a pie hole. And it just completely diverts all ads down it. Chat's now suggesting using uBlock, Brave Browser. I mean those are all options. But We're 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 here to <laughs> Chat's now saying you should just shut your pie hole. Several people went and uh Oh man. Anyway, we're going down down a rabbit hole, we really shouldn't. It is looking more and more likely that NVIDIA is going to buy ARM. But, of course, we're not going to know. It would be a very interesting purchase. NVIDIA would be getting a ton of licensing money just from Apple alone. But uh, here's the fun thing. We were debating before... Uh, last week, with with chat, and I actually didn't know know off the top of my head. Um, where is Arm based? Because I could have swore, and chat could have swore that Arm was based in the UK, and that SoftBank, the company that owns Arm, is based in Japan. Well, it turns out there is an Arm division in China. And, well... The... head at China is refusing to step down after he was fired. And is apparently holding himself up in the the freaking... building forearm in China. it's just like what am I reading it really did just come off the story of just me just going why why is this the why is this happening Mm. so uh yeah that happened I feel a, relu- a little reluctant going down that rabbit hole because there's so much more going on there. Because of course, China's in a weird spot right now because China right now has a their their big tech giant Huawei, as you may know, has a well they're on a blacklist with the U.S. No tech in, no tech out. And well, there's a lot of uh, tech in the U.S. Intel, AMD, Intel, Intel, Cisco, Intel. There's others too, I'm sure, but I'm blanking on names right now, so I'm just going to move on with it. And the thing is that China wants to currently push to reach what they're calling semiconductor self-sufficiency. Now, some people, like myself while wearing a tinfoil hat, suspect that the sole reason that this guy... Over at Arm China is holding himself in is holding himself up in in that building is to help achieve this goal. I mean, you do that. That's all I can say. To that you you go ahead and do that. We're gonna take a break here. When we come back, let's talk TikTok. Oh, because that's a story that's uh, becoming more and more fascinating
2: It's not just their ability to reason that we value or their eloquence. It's more than their intelligence that we admire. What truly matters is their humanity. Just like modern leaders, the LS is human at heart. Every aspect of the Lexus LS is crafted around you, engineered to a higher standard, the human standard. The new 2021 Lexus LS. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.
1: Welcome back eagle eyes on tech. I'm Eagle Falcon. So, TikTok, if you've been on the internet lately, you have noticed TikTok has bumped massively bumped. It's uh it's advertising dollars. As for TikTok are freaking everywhere. It's because TikTok knows the writing is on the wall. So they're trying to make their user base as big as possible to make it harder for other nations to ban them. TikTok has already been banned in India. That's not new news. That's old news. TikTok's already been banned in India. And TikTok is trying to avoid a similar fate in the United States. One of which, I believe, is because of the ma- One way they're trying to do it is, like I just said, with the massive advertising campaign they're doing. The other thing they've done is that they have shown their algorithm to the world. To show that, aha, see? We we don't mind information. This is totally how we operate, and it's totally fine. Totally. Alright, quick, raise your hand if you believe they actually showed their algorithm. I saw something out of the corner of my eye, and I got uh, distracted by, by a squirrel that, like, climbed up near my window, saw me, and then ran away. Yeah, no. No one. No one believes that this is... Oh, for crying out loud. Why is my phone going so nuts? Why did I bring my phone into the studio with me? Anyway! No, I don't believe that what they've shown is anything they actually use. I think they just... Revealed like an early, early version of them. Like, TikTok didn't actually used to be called TikTok. It used to be called something else. And I can't remember what the heck. What was TikTok called before it was called TikTok? Musically! M- musical.ly. Thank you. Oh, God. That is. I, I'm not even kidding. That has been bothering me for the last freaking... Uh, it's been bothering me all weekend. Like, I'm willing to bet they probably showed something from Musical.ly. That's what I'm willing to bet. Someone else chat says that it's branded differently in different countries. Uh, that could as well. Hmm. But uh, in, in any case, like, I don't think this is helping their case. I don't. And you could tell it's not helping their case because the Trump administration was reportedly going to order is either going to ban TikTok or force Byte Dance. To sell its U.S. operations. So, full disclosure for a second. I don't know if he can do that. I'm not saying that as a, oh, I'm pretty sure you can't do that, Mr. President. No, I legitimately don't know if that's a thing that can be done. Granted, I'm not opposed to the idea. Because ever since we discovered that, you know, TikTok's, you know, scanning your clipboard every freaking nanosecond and scrounging up any bit of data it possibly could, basically being a giant piece of spyware on a phone, you know, it's not surprising. Now, I should clarify because already some in chat are... are confused. I know that a ban on TikTok can be issued. I don't know if the administration can force a company to sell a chunk of their company. I guess through the FTC it could be done. I'm not a hundred percent certain I'm gonna just I'm just gonna fully admit that I'm not a I'm not a hundred percent certain. I am not a legal expert. So that is that. And now I do want to also say that this administration also does have a history of saying something outlandish, never acting on it. And just saying that outlandish thing to then gauge what public opinion is on said thing. I feel like that has to be a disclaimer on this because that could easily be what this is. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying it could be. Either way. Have fun, TikTok. Wouldn't want to be in your shoes. <laughs> I have never been a fan of TikTok. I also haven't really been a fan of Intel constantly failing us in their delivery of new technology. And apparently, uh, a law firm also hasn't been a uh, fan of of Intel's behavior as they have launched. An investigation into... Potential security fraud. Yay! Oh, man. It really does... Suck to be Intel right now. There's just no other way... To phrase it. So... Have fun with that, Intel. Also have fun having a few more heads, you know, just get terminated out out of Intel, including Mr. Murthy Renduchinaltala. I pronounced that correctly. Who was the struggling technology who was the what was he the the head of the Intel's chief engineering officer Now I actually should say cuz chat is trying to is just going up, oh, rip rip Intel Intel's days are numbered as someone else in the chat has said No in, 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 Intel is not in danger ...of no longer existing. Intel is in danger... ...of shrinking. They are in serious danger... ...of shrinking. But Intel has their hands... ...in so many different technology pots... ...that it's very, very difficult... ...to see, uh... ...them vanishing. That's not to say, though... ...that they're just gonna sit back and relax... This is their wake-up call. They are clearly in the middle of steering the ship in a different direction. You don't just get rid of your chief engineering officer for funsies. That is also not to be confused, with, even though the acronym for this one is CEO. CEO. This is not the CEO that is leaving. It would not surprise me at all if Intel's CEO is going to get the axe. Now, that being said, Intel, I believe we actually reported on this last week, that Intel is quite possible, or was it on an early bird briefing? Well, in any case, I'll summarize real quick. We talked about reports before about how Intel is going, is quite possibly going to be looking at TSMC to manufacture their CPUs. And, well, the rumors right now are saying that Intel is going to be producing their ten nanometer and seven nanometer design on TSMC's six and five nanometer nodes. Hmm. Interesting. So TSMC is going to be the shot in the arm that they that Intel needs. TSMC is going to be the savior for Intel and make everything well. Uh, <laughs> about that. TSMC does not have the capacity to help Intel. In fact, TSMC views itself as more of a rescuer when it comes to helping out Intel. If Intel continues down this road of having TSMC make everything, there's going to be shortages of Intel CPUs that could last until 2023. There is no way Intel's going to look at that and say okay. Why is that you ask? I want you to think about this for a second. Go to Dell.com. Go price out a laptop. Just pick a laptop. Any laptop. Pick out a desktop too while you're at it. Just price one out. Don't buy it, of course. It's a fun little exercise. Go see what the Dell.com arsenal has as far as CPUs. Intel. Everything is Intel. Even though, on the mobile side of things, AMD is the better choice. You want to know why it's Intel? Because Intel can produce that many chips. Intel has the manufacturing to pull it off. If you can't, if Intel, if Intel now goes to TSMC and they're gonna have shortages for three years. Well, then companies like Dell are going to have no choice. They have to look to someone else. They have to look to AMD. Or some other company. They have to look to VIA. (laughs) No, 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 no. No one is going to use a VIA CPU. CPU. there is no way that Intel is just going to look at that shortage at the potential of that shortage and say, nah that's okay we'll let AMD get some more of the OEM mindshare it's fine this is fine It's not fine. There's other speculation as well that Intel's entire move here, the entire move of uh, putting in this massive order at the TM- TSMC, is to try and choke AMD. AMD doesn't manufacture their own CPUs. They turn to TSMC as well. So if TSMC doesn't have the capacity to handle both of them, but Intel puts in this giant order, well that means that fewer AMD chips would also get made. Could that possibly be the end game? I don't know, but it is something to think about, isn't it? Now, if those reports aren't solid enough to say that, oh, Intel's looking to change itself. We have some new logos, badges, and a trademark name registered by Intel. The new badges... I both like and hate them at the same time. They look like a very modern, boxy, kind of a Windows 8 and Metro sort of look to them. With, like, squares within squares, this kind of, like, darker gray on a lighter gray with silver lettering. But the most interesting thing is the fact that the badge Intel Evo powered by Core is one of these badges. This is believed to be the hybrid CPU that Intel has been working on. The one that uses a set of quad-core low-power CPU chips and a set of high-powered quad-core CPU chips. Something very similar to the way that ARM chips work. So we could be seeing those no known in the future as Evo. Speaking of delays and things that could be happening, Analog has been pitching out their kind of very custom... Game Boy like device that can still work with Game Boy cartridges. These things were going to launch for 199 and unfortunately Well, they've been delayed and most likely will not launch until mid twenty twenty one. Which is a shame. I was very curious to see how well this little hybrid console would actually work. Because the whole thing is that it's supposed to be multiple different portable game consoles in one. Be able to play Game Boy games, Game Gear games, Neo Geo pocket color games, and Atari Lynx games off the original cartridges. That was the goal. And, unfortunately, delayed. Oh, what can you do? Shifting gears over to Apple. We have a leak regarding the new Apple MacBook. And, yes, it will be using... Apple Silicon. Wow! It'll be using the A14X system on a chip, which literally tells me nothing. It'll be having 8 or 16 gigabytes of RAM, 256, 512, or 1 terabyte of built-in SSD storage a 15 to 20-hour battery life, a 12-inch retina display, a 720p FaceTime camera that will most likely still somehow suck, a single USB Type-C port, because Apple hates the thought of you having USB ports, and for some reason, according to this leak, it's gonna have the butterfly switches! Uh, why? Why would you do this, Apple? You know the this... ah, I I cannot believe they would bring those switches back. Those switches, if you're on un- if you don't know the legacy of the Apple Butterfly switches. The butterfly keyboard switches had very little travel on your On them for starters. So it was a very awkward keyboard to use in the first place. But even better. Even better. Dust. Made the keyboard fail. And they have tried. Protecting these precious little switches. Three different times. And failed. All three times. I had been preaching for years to never buy a Mac laptop because of this keyboard. Because you are basically buying a $2,000 piece of e-waste. And of course, because there's no USB ports other than USB Type-C, you better better carry along in your bag an external keyboard and a USB to USB Type-C dongle. Along with you. Oh yeah. And the best part is this laptop. Only has one USB-C port. Not even Thunderbolt. USB-C. You want expansion on this laptop? Screw you. You get this. Defective keyboard. Dead on arrival. One port. One single port. Because that's all you need. On a freaking laptop! Just one port! But on the bright side, a laptop that used to cost $1,000 would only be $800. But what's the point? What is the point of spending $800 on what is essentially going to be defective hardware? I think I actually talked about on the on the early bird briefing when this first came across to me that, oh hey look, the MacBook is going to be returning. Oh hey look, it has pretty good battery life. Oh, hey, look at that price. I have a hard time believing Apple's gonna do this. Oh, that's how they're gonna do it. They're gonna make it worthless. And the best part is they the the leak contains no information about performance, none. Zip zero, nada. So the blasted thing could underperform under an Atom, for all we know. Heck, the Raspberry Pi might outperform it, for all we know. We don't know! I'm just waiting for Apple to achieve their dream. The no-port laptop. There'll just be no ports. They'll have to sit on a mat to charge but they'll justify it by saying because our hot garbage CPU that barely runs two chrome tabs can get 40 hours of battery life you don't need to bring a charger with you. You're free. You're free of the charger. We have eliminated all ports because we have freed you of the charger. Ugh. I hate this. I really do. Because here's the best part. It's easy for me to say, I hate this laptop. I'm never going to buy it. I don't think you should buy it either. Here's why. The problem is that you know you know for a fact HP would do it. You know Dell would do it. They're both looking at Windows 10X and contemplating making a 12-inch laptop with one USB port with everything soldered on and it being a cheap piece of hot garbage and then selling that as a MacBook competitor because they feel they have to because Apple knows best, except they don't! I cannot stress that enough. Ah. Oh yeah, by the way, um, the iPhones are going to be delayed. Uh, normally we see new iPhones in September. Uh, Apple has confirmed there aren't going to be iPhones in September. Quick, raise your hand if you're shocked. Now, will somebody tell Dan the Dunce over there to put his hand down? No one is surprised by this. It's 2020. In fact, just assume everything you want is delayed because it's 2020. And also assume that more companies are going to follow Google in extending their work from home policy all the way through 2021. You know, just be on the safe side. Yeah, no no surprise really there either that Google is going, hey, you know what? I think we can pull off working from home, and I think we're going to do that through 2021 as well, because why not? Why not? And so they have. Uh, Shifting gears, because I put my tabs in the wrong order, um, we will... Quite possibly because of code that was found in macOS Big Sur, a.k.a. macOS 11. We could be seeing Intel's true depth sensing cameras on the Macs so that you can have face ID on the Macs. All right, quick, raise your hand if you're surprised by this. Alright, tell Dan again to put his hand down. Yeah, no one's surprised by this. The face ID coming to max. Who would have thought? Also, raise your hand if you were surprised that Elon Musk has changed the alloy of the Cybertruck. A lot of confused looks. Okay, yeah, that's what I expected. Alright, let me explain this. So, for those who completely forgot about the Cybertruck, I envy you. I actually do legitimately envy you. The Cybertruck is the, what seems to be a bad render that was done on an N64 made real by Tesla. It is a 12-polygon pickup truck made entirely of stainless steel, but it was touted as being the most powerful pickup truck ever because it won in a tug-of-war within all-aluminum f 150 However, I pointed out that by using the materials they have, and because it in fact has a whole bunch of batteries in it, and has all these things, it probably isn't a Class 1 truck. It's probably closer to a Class 4 or a Class 5 truck. For those who don't know what the heck I just said, actual trucks, at least here in the US, I can't speak for other countries are ranged in classes from 1 to 8. 1 are considered very light-duty trucks. They are trucks that are classified under... I want to say... I want to say... 4,000 pounds is the maximum limit for a Class 1. Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. Because nobody pays attention to what a Class 1, Class 2, Class 3, cl- or Class 4 truck is. No one pays attention to that. But those classes is what's the difference between an F150 and an F250 and an F350 and an F450, and an F-450 F550, F650 and F750. There is no F there is no F850 because that would be way too funny. Someone in the chat just telling me just Google the list, and that's probably the correct answer. But in any case, I estimated just based on the sheer amount of steel that is being used on the Tesla on the Tesla Cybertruck that it's probably closer to a Class Four truck. Alright, ju- right, just for funsies. You know what I love about this? I lo- I just quickly googled truck weight classes and the table that came up starts at class 5. Didn't I just say nobody cares about class 1, 2, 3, and 4? Not even Google cares about truck classes 1, 2, 3, and 4. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that amuses me way too much. In any case, class one truck—I actually have the list in front of me—is zero to six thousand pounds. Class tr- class two is six thousand to eighty-five hundred pounds. Oh, I'm sorry, class two A is six thousand to eighty-five hundred. Class two B is. 8501 to 10,000 pounds. Class 3 is 10,000 to 14,000. Class 4 is 14,000 to 16,000. Class 5 is 16,000 to 19,500. Class 6 is 19,000 to 26,000. Class 7, by the way, here in the US, you only need a CDL to drive a Class 7 or Class 8. Fun fact. Class 7 is 26,000 to 33,000, and Class 8 is 33,000 and up. And for those who also don't care, yes, a semi-truck is more often than not a Class 8 truck. Needless to say, though, I have theorized for a while that the Cybertruck was closer to a Class 4 truck than a Class 1, which means that licensing and everything that is required to sell a truck like that is way different than it is for, say, a Class 1, like an F-150 or a Silverado 1500 or uh, whatever the heck Dodge has that I don't care about. Is it just Dodge Ram? I think it's just Ram and then the number. Oh yeah, and as far as CDLs required for 7 and 8, it the best way to say is that it gets complicated. Go do your own research. Cause there's no way I'm about to look up that fresh hell, as 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 our professional truck driver in the chat starts bringing up some of the details. Just like it's like, yes, a class A is required for seven and eight, and sometimes not. It's complicated based on weight loads, what you're hauling, and whether it's people or not. And oh god, that was a rabbit hole and a half and now I don't need it at all in my own line of work but in any case to the actual point Tesla is changing the alloy of the Cybertruck and I'm just going to leave it there solely because they Tesla actually provides way more detail about how they are switching to Alloy 304L and already you lost me. I am already lost. And I'm sure if I dug down this rabbit hole, I would have 28 kajillion pages of the difference between... What is this? A T300 series stainless steel versus a 304L and... Look, the point is, Tesla kinda discovered that, um. The truck is too heavy. They need to figure out a way to lighten it. So that they're not trying to sell a freaking medium duty class truck. To a soccer mom who just wants to pick up their kids. Cause, yeah. That, uh. Yeah. Oh, man. Shifting gears kind of wildly. We have a Canadian smart glasses company that uh, just suddenly uh, went offline a couple weeks after it was bought by Google. I think actually I meant to have this earlier, but uh, Hmm. what are the odds? Company working on smart glasses bought by Google who made the first set of smart glasses that never saw the light of day to the massive public actually I say that but has it sold has google glass actually like went up for sale for anyone that wasn't a developer oh my god I didn't even notice that in chat someone in chat says there are two classes of trucks swift and not swift Yeah, that's it. There's two kinds of trucks. The ones that crash and have the word Swift on them and the ones that and everyone else. Nailed it. Oh, that's right. Someone in chat reminded me it was sold. To the to directly, directly to the public. Or I'm sorry, directly to the public, directly to businesses. So it did go for sale, but it was only to business customers. We're going to take our last break here. And when we come back, we have some very fun stories to go over, including Konami making the worst looking gaming PCs I have ever seen for way too
2: much money. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. <laughs> I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There, don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. <laughs> Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.
1: Welcome back, Eagle Eyes on Tech. I'm Eagle Falcon. Qualcomm is showing off Quick Charge 5 some more. I think we actually I don't know if I actually talked about this or not. We talked about other implementations of crazy hundred and hundred plus watt chargers. But Qualcomm is saying it could go from zero to one half in five minutes. I I, I want to know why 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 do we keep insisting on just having cell phones consume more power than most laptops why are we doing this to ourselves Uh, nah we want to go from zero to 50 in five minutes folks Folks, I, I don't know if you know about this crazy, crazy invention, but uh, I, I hold here in my hands that you can't see because this is an audio-only podcast. A battery, a battery with USB ports. This sucker is small, roughly a little smaller than my than my actual smartphone. In fact, here's my smartphone for comparison. That you can't see because it's an audio-only podcast. It's, it comes about. Granted, my phone's in a is, is in a thick OtterBox case, but it comes up about three quarters of an inch short of the top, roughly two centimeters. For those of you who are not in freedom land, and I have with it a small. ...USB cable, so in my pocket it can charge safely and slowly. In fact, because it doesn't add a whole lot of bulk, I can actually continue using the phone with the battery charging it. And of course my phone had to chirp right into the mic for all to hear. Will you please stop? Uh. oh that actually is mildly relevant uh breaking news um that won't matter because it's the pre-recorded podcast but at the time we're recording this the spacex dragon crew capsule has splashed down off penskaloa florida after a two-month mission so uh that happened But back to my point, there are so many ways to safely charge your battery. Why? Oh, why do we want to go for these 100 watt plus solutions that are going to shorten the life of the battery by a metric ton? And it's not like you can easily change the battery. Yeah, let me let me get right onto that. Uh, let's see here. Let's follow this guide. Oh, it requires a heat gun and a guitar pick and fresh glue because, of course, there's no way to get into it without a razor blade and a heat gun. Safely charge your phones. We'll see, but I got bad feelings about this surge in fast charging. In other unbelievable news, the Epic Game Store has finally, after 10,000 years, decided to add a feature, other than stealing everything you know and love, and saying, tough, you want it, go buy it from our store. They have added achievements. Bravo, still not using you the epic game store is still dead to me just saying yes I am still bitter about it having a uh, six months exclusivity deal with borderlands 3 even though that game actually turned out to be fairly bad at least story wise I'm still salty about it I still am it still hurts Getting deals like that does not make you a better platform. Getting deals like that ticks people off. Meanwhile, over at Steam, our Lord and Savior Gabe Newell has emerged from his cave and has given us his amazing words of wisdom. Gabe Newell has declared that he would buy an Xbox Series X over a PS5. Now, first off, Gabe, what's happened? What have they done to you? Everyone knows that a PC running Steam is a far better choice than either a P- than either an Xbox Series X or a PS5. Actually, what I think it really is is that, A, the talk of consoles is really hot right now, and here, you want to know definitively what's better, the Xbox Series X or the PS5? You want to know definitively? Here is the ultimate answer. Any other answer is incorrect, but this answer. You know which one's better, the the, the Xbox Series X or the PS5? I will tell you definitively forever and ever which is the superior platform between the Xbox Series X and the PS5? The answer is neither. Because neither one of them is a mature platform yet. And trying to justify whether one is better than the other right now is stupid. End of story. How can you say that? Look at the Switch. It's funny. Someone in the chat jokingly said Switch is better than both of them. But that's the thing. Who remember name a good game that came out on the Switch when it launched? Yeah. Okay, Breath of the Wild. We have one. Chat has managed one. And that's it. And you could get Breath of the Wild on the Wii U with a weird blue light filter. Animal Crossing was not yet out on the Switch yet. Because the Switch was an immature platform. It didn't grow into the giant that it is now. Now? God, the sky's the limit. Animal Crossing, currently one of the biggest games right now, only on the Switch. You've got other wonderful in- indie titles that, that are all over the place. You've got a freaking 51 House Games Classic. Available on there. You've got Pokemon Sword and Shield on there. Flawed games, but still great. There's tons to do on the Switch. And the fact... That you can... Just... Either play play it at home... Or just pick it up and leave. It grew into the Titan that it is now. Yeah, Undertale. Undertale's available on the Switch. To say that the Xbox Series X or the PS5 is superior right now is dumb. Because all we know is what the hardware is. We know what the Switch hardware was too. But no one predicted that, hey, it's going to be a titan. It's going to resurrect Nintendo from the hole it dug itself with the Wii U. So no, the Xbox Series X isn't better than the PS5, and the PS5 isn't better than the Xbox Series X. The correct answer is nobody knows. We don't know until it's out. Now, that being said, my theory as to why Gabe Newell said that the Xbox Series X is superior over the PS5 is because the only PS5 Gabe Newell might have seen is this 24 karat gold PS5 that's coming out later this year via truly exquisite. Maybe Gabe Newell thought this was the only PS5 that was going to be available and just assumed, oh, well, the Xbox Series X is clearly better because the Xbox Series X only costs five $600, and this 24-karat gold luxury item that only five or so are going to be made in the entire world is going to cost my kidney. No one knows what the price is going to be. The actual number of pr- pieces that are going to be made... Is going to be about a hundred. Oh my God. The real question is, who's going to get it? Who's going to... Someone in chat says the cooling's going to be amazing. Don't you know how thermally conductive gold is? Man, that thing's going to be whisper quiet. Brilliant. That's, That's the way to look at this. It's it's not to be a, gi- a giant brag piece. It's for thermals. How actually now now that we now that we're actually on that. Black and copper for a PS5 actually would look pretty cool. And that would be a cheaper metal than gold. Hmm. Someone in chat says, yeah, it's Whisper Quiet because someone stole it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, th- that is true. Uh, your PS5 will be very, very quiet after it was stolen. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, the copper would oxidize very fast. Oh, man. So we'd be looking at like Silver. Or a copper with, like, a, a, a clear coat on. And then it's just, like, that's what's the point. Man. Ooh, what about bronze? Or brass. Yeah, there we go. Someone in chat said brass. Hmm. Metal consoles. It's the future. And definitely not a luxury item. Made by one... Boutique company. I should... I should quickly reinforce that. This is being being made by a company called Truly Exquisite. Sony themselves is not selling a solid gold PS5. Truly Exquisite is buying PS5s and then doing the gold plating themselves or machining the gold pieces... And removing chunks of the PS4 to replace with these gold pieces, a Mercury PS5. I know you're joking, but uh, Razer does have Mer- Mer- Razer does have a they they do call their silver color Mercury. Uh, all right, let's let, let's moving on to uh, quite possibly one of the stupidest headlines I've ever seen. From Forbes. Alright. Let's talk about anti-Xbox bias. Anti- Xbox bias. Alright, so if you don't know the context, a lot of tech outlets have been kind of bashing on the Xbox ever since their recent event, where... Xbox promised having gameplay footage and showing what's going to be coming out for the Xbox and then showed almost no freaking... I'm actually going to scroll down because there's this political ad and I don't want to be... God dang it! I scrolled down and it's still there. Get out of here. Stupid political piece playing. Anyway. Um... During the Xbox event... They promised before that there was going to be gameplay footage and they had no gameplay footage except for Halo Infinite in which for whatever reason they felt in their infinite wisdom to show Halo Infinite running on what I can only assume was an Asus EPC running an Atom processor from 12 years ago running on 512 megabytes of RAM and what I can only assume running on some flavor of Linux with how bad it looked just straight up it looked awful so naturally every single tech outlet started bashing on Xbox because they promised us footage and gave us nothing I'm now getting flack from someone in the chat for throwing for for throwing Linux under the bus of my fictional Asus netbook. I only said that because a lot of the earliest uh, Asus netbooks only ran a flavor of Linux because the atoms were that bad they couldn't they just couldn't run Windows seven at the time That's where I was going with it. I'm not implying that everything automatically is terrible on Linux. Just only on certain flavors of Linux that are just natively bad for gaming. Because some flavors of Linux are. But in any case. Enough of digging myself out of the Linux based hole I, d- I buried myself into. You wanna know why everyone's beating up on Xbox? Why there's an anti Xbox bias? It's cause they put out footage that looks like crud! They put out footage that looks like it came. It was played off an Xbox 360. Not even freaking Xbox One. Last gen Xbox. And they're like, this is what next gen looks like. It looked awful. Awful. There is no other way to describe it. There's not an anti-Xbox bias. There is just simply Xbox messed up and reasonably got flack for it. That's just how it is. Oh my god, chat just realized that uh, later on in the article... I've been intentionally ignoring the article because the, the article is bollocks. The article is just an entire opinion piece. And his opinion is garbage. It is. And chat just kind of noticed like halfway through, he says... My first console was an N64. My god, the author is a zoomer. The author <laughs> the author is probably still in high school. Oh, man. Ooh, man. My point here is that to claim oh there's a anti-Xbox bias that's stupid this is a result of everyone wanting to have an opinion about the two next generation consoles and realistically Microsoft messed up they messed up bad Their entire performance did not make them look good. Heck, in my opinion, the only two things that were worth anything is knowing that they're going to try and resurrect Fable, which either could... Either go well or poorly for them. And, well... The PlayStation 4 has plenty of other exclusives that are in the works. In any case, this website, the this page from Forbes is trying to crash my computer. That's how much it hates me. So uh, we're going to close that and move on. Konami has decided they're going to make gaming PCs. Gaming PCs that, by the way, look very unimpressive and start at... Oh, and by the way, uh, you can't buy them if you're outside of Japan. You know, you know, just to make things better. The one thing I don't want I do want to comment on this is that um why do these why does the computer cases look like an electric razor? I can't think of the last time I looked at a case for a computer and went wow. That looks like a home appliance It's like either a razor Or Or a dehumidifier You are literally spending this much money For the Konami name and that's it Don't do it Don't do it Whatever you do don't do it Chat wants to know if you could shave yourself It's funny, I was actually talking with someone about these, and I said, you know, what if you replace the front fans with metal fans, sharpen the edges, then you could just, like, press your face against the front grill and get a really bad shave that way. Yeah, no, don't do that. Don't use your computer to shave. That's a bad time. Another oddball little story. It has been found that World of Warcraft Shadowlands has a rating for the Xbox Series X. Uh, what? Now, Blizzard claims that this is an error. That they have no intention of releasing World of Warcraft Shadowlands for the Xbox Series X. Okay, that makes sense. New question. How did it happen? How do you accidentally get a rating for the Xbox Series X? does that accidentally happen that'd be like me accidentally getting approved to be a freaking what, what what would the comparison be they'd be like all of a sudden you see a, a a frickin listing for me on a local radio station to do eagle eyes on tech there like how does that happen by accident Uh, chat's, uh chat Uh, chat claims conspiracy saying that uh World of Warcraft is gonna be introducing controller support soon. So maybe they do plan to be on the Xbox, but they were called out on it, so they're like, no, no, error, 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 err eh, eh, nope, 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 eh, nope, nope, not nope, nope, nope. It also could be that they looked into it, accidentally sent in an application, and accidentally got the rating for it, and they were like, wait, what? No, we didn't want to do that! It could be. It could be. Chat says it's a mistake. They actually intended to release it on the PS5. Brilliant! Brilliant. This is gonna, however, bring us to the last burb the last story of the day the weirdest story of the day so here's here's the new challenge cover this story without laughing <clears throat> the e-bussy is a modular electric vehicle that can be turned into a camper a pickup truck, an SUV, and more. This electric vehicle is very reminiscent of the Volkswagen Microbus in the way it's designed. And can, in fact, be outfitted to be more of a single-person camper, an off-road vehicle, and many, many other different kinds of body styles to uh, to fit all kinds of different applications. The eBussy is supposed to start at 15,800 euros and is going to hit the road sometime next year. Unfortunately... Um, I am too busy internally laughing at at the name to know off the top of my head how much 15,800 euros is in American dollars. That's roughly going to be starting at 18,600 US dollars, which actually, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Or is this one of those moments where I'm confusing the the sign for euros for British pounds? I'm 90% positive that's euros. All right, chat has confirmed that I am, in fact, correct. Unfortunately, it does does take a pretty big hit in uh, range. The range is supposed to start... ...at only 124 miles... ...but you're able to configure it with a... ...30 kilowatt hour battery... ...which would be able to bring its range up to... ...373 miles per charge... ...which is respectable. The motors aren't all that powerful... ...only 20 horsepower, apparently... ...but, because it is an electric vehicle... ...over 700 pound-feet of torque... Which is absurd. I want to know what the top speed is. The article from Engadget, unfortunately, does not say... Oh, god dang it! Engadget here actually did translate out what the actual dollar amount is in Freedom Dollars. Want want. I, I will say this. Um It's an interesting thought. Um I'm not a fan of the design. To say the least. It's um it looks it very much looks like a really bad render of what a modern uh Volkswagen Microbus would be. Alright? And I know that's the point. But, you know, the fact that it could be, like, converted into, like, a cargo vehicle for commercial use, or it could be outfitted... And I'm not saying that, like, with a push of a button it's gonna transform from a pickup truck to a camper. That's not what I'm saying. The fact that it does have all these different body options is... Interesting. I don't know if I would get one. For that price, though, I mean. You know, it's it's cheap. It's pretty cheap. I'd be very curious what the price is with the bigger battery. And you know, it, it might do well. Despite the fact that 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 name, the, the eBussy... uh Uh, yeah, that, that is not a, uh, that's not, uh, that's not a a word I want to say very too often because one slip of the tongue and all of a sudden you have said something that is not safe for work. Folks, that's going to do it for this episode of Eagle Eyes on Tech. Thank you so much for listening. I do encourage you, please. Do check out my daily podcast, The Early Burb Briefing, which you can find wherever you found this podcast on Twitter, on, on Twitter. Well, I mean, it, it does show on Twitter. It's on Spreaker. It's on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much all over the place. And I'll check out my Twitch page at twitch.tv slash Eagle Falcon. Take care, and I'll see you next time. With a P, right? They do know this, right? It's just... I cannot believe this is a real thing. Oh, my God. How did this happen? Oh, man. E-Bussy. The E-Bussy. Oh, boy.
2: Modern leaders. It's not just their ability to reason that we value, or their eloquence. It's more than their intelligence that we admire. What truly matters is their humanity. Just like modern leaders, the LS is human at heart. Every aspect of the Lexus LS is crafted around you, engineered to a higher standard, the human standard. The new 2021 Lexus LS. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.